God. Good morning, everyone. Praise God. It's good to be with you today. Y'all blessed? Good to see you guys. Praise Him. So, uh, Amy, what Pastor Amy said, we're heading out today and uh, we're crisscrossing the country. So we, we fly to California this afternoon. We'll be in meetings uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday uh, at Nancy Dufresne's out in California. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're in Alabama. Yeah. And uh, the group that we started in ministry with a music group called Truth in 1990, that was, that was my thrust into full-time ministry. They're having their 50th anniversary celebration of when they started, not when I was in the group, but right. 50 yeah. years yeah. since they had started in, in the 70s. Yeah. And uh, so we're gonna, there's going to be this big concert and everything, and they've sold 1,500 tickets already yeah. for yeah. it. So uh, it's going to be quite the big event. So we're going to be part of that to honor the, the folk that, that gave me my start in ministry. I'm so, you know who really gave me my start was the Lord. Yes. yes. And uh, uh, he'll do good things for you too. I was thinking about that last verse uh, where it says, everything I, everything I do prospers. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Do you say stuff like that about yourself? Praise the Lord. You know, uh, how many ever heard of the story of King Midas? Oh, yeah. You remember oh, yeah. King Midas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what was it about King Midas that was uh, special? Everything, everything he touched, what happened? Turned to gold. Turned to gold. Mm-hmm. Folk criticize, uh, maybe if you don't know this, I shouldn't, I shouldn't give this away, but folk heavily criticize the fact that we preach the Bible. Uh, and, and they say, uh, they say, well, you just, you know, you're just preaching like that you guys are like King Midas, you know, that everything you, I didn't write Psalm one. No, I didn't write the first verse. No. I didn't make up the second verse. And I sure didn't write that third verse no. that says everything he does prospers. That's right. So we'll, we'll get away from that though, because Somebody might not like it somewhere, you know. No, we do what God likes. Um, would you go to the 92nd Psalm, since we're, we just keep it in the, in the book, book of Psalms, 92nd Psalms. Um, and if you were here for the first song this morning, which really nobody was except for the ones singing it, but um, if you were here for that, You'll recognize some of the words in this psalm because right. we sang it. Yes. But uh, the, the verse that came up in my heart so strong yesterday as I was just driving around and thinking about some things. And uh, it's this verse in the first verse that says, it is good. Can you say those three words with me? It, it is, is good. good. It is good yes. to give thanks to the Lord. Yeah. It is good. I'm going to know it didn't say it's good to feel thankful. No, that's true. It's good to feel grateful. I'm going to know it is good if you feel grateful. That's, that's good. But you know what's good? It's good. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High. It goes on to say, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness. Well, I'm not going to. And your faithfulness by night. And you can, uh, so notice this is talking about something coming out of you, right? It's good to give thanks. Could we say this though? 
it's not good to not give thanks. Uh Or it's bad. It's bad. It's bad bad to fail to give thanks. It's bad to not sing praises. You might say, I'm not a singer. No one's asking you to record praises. No one's asking you to release your praises on Apple Music or any other platform. You don't have to, you don't have to professionally perform this verse, but it's bad if you don't, and it's good if you do. (laughs) It's good if you do, and it's bad if you don't. Give thanks. Give praise. In other words, instead of saying give, we could just say express these, verbally express uh, there's no such thing. Uh, you've never heard of a famous singer that doesn't actually sing publicly, right? <laughs> no. Who comes out on stage and says, no, I'm just going to do this in my heart. Come on. Today I have a song in my heart and I'm just going to, in my heart, offer this song to all of you, my paying public. I'm going to know that'd be the last concert that that singer ever did. <laughs> that doesn't work. No, that, that performer has to give verbal expression out loud to these things. And there is so much reason to have some things coming out of your mouth besides what normally comes out of people's mouths. What normally comes out of people's mouth is not always thanksgiving or praise. Um, and we're not to just give thanksgiving and praise. We're to declare things in the morning and we're to declare things at night. Have you ever declared things without declaring? Uh, no. Huh? No. No. How many know our country is based on a declaration? Yes. Right? Yes. Right? <laughs> it's not the thought of independence. <laughs> no. It's the declaration of independence. Yes. It's not until they declared it. That it started to do something. And hundreds of years later now, we have some, the remains and hopefully, you know, we have something that really shouldn't even be here based on how long other countries last in their documents, based on a declaration. declaration. But you're to declare things in the morning. morning. Hopefully you wake up sometime in the morning (laughs) and you're to declare things at night. So this gives the idea of just a continual. Uh, you know what it didn't say? It doesn't say to declare your steadfast love on Sunday morning. Huh? Does it say on Sunday? Anybody see Sunday in there? Can you do it on Sunday? Yeah. But is it limited to Sunday? Then why do so many believers, come on, you know where I'm going. Why do so many believers restrict their expression to just the morning. No, 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 no. There is for the believer. If you want to be a real Christian, Mm -mm. (laughs) it's, it's expected and it's necessary and it's good. It's It's a, it's good to give thanks. It's good to sing praises. It's good to declare and it's not good to not to. Get that. It's not good to not do those things. Yet, um, 
many believers, I'm, and you, you know when I'm preaching, you know who I'm really preaching to. Really preaching to me, and you can listen in if you want, get something for yourself. Preaching to me this morning. But uh, many, many Christians have the dreaded QCS, the quiet Christian syndrome <laughs> disease. And you, you get quiet. And uh, the only expression you give during the day is reacting to things in the natural and giving voice to your frustrations. I know what I'm talking about, friends. I know, I know what I'm preaching about this morning. We've practiced this as recently as this morning. This morning. This morning. Got, got some text this morning. Yes, I did. And uh, got to practice this. Got to practice this. And uh, told, told my wife, we were, we were bringing the equipment. I mean, right before church, right before. Told my wife, I said, you see this? I said, this is a smile as well. I'm going to be doing all day. Uh-huh. And on the way to church, we said, uh, we said ha, 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 ha. Uh-huh. Faith, faith rejoices. Yeah. Because being quiet, is, doesn't, uh, being quiet is not an option. No. Because I already had things land in me yeah. Yeah. that would try to suck joy. And suck peace. Anybody ever been there? Am I yes, talking to just, just me today? Anybody you've ever had situations? You've ever had frustrations? Well, it, here's what's good to do. It is good to give thanks. So I didn't want to, and I didn't feel like it. But what would you say the name of this church is? Faith Church. Faith has to do with things that are not seen and not yet. And, and what it involves is believing and acting upon what God has said rather than what you see and what you feel. The only problem is what you see and what you feel at the moment can sometimes be seem stronger than what God said. And it can seem uh, maybe you've never had a situation like, you know, like we have once in a while, but it can seem like up uh, with what you're up against. What good is it? To give thanks, what good is it to sing praise? <laughs> don't, don't mean to hurt anybody today, you know what I mean? What good is it compared to my, meaning that doesn't seem like making a declaration or giving praise or giving thanks is going to do anything to fix the situation. But that's where folk are mistaken because it does a lot. I said it does a lot. And, the, and, and we're not the first ones to find out about this. The reason we have the whole book of Psalms yes. is because people, especially somebody like King David, in the midst of his life being threatened, in this and that, he said, I've got to put some, I got to put some things in motion here because there's other things in motion that look like they're going to destroy me. And there's times it would, I mean, the circumstances would be great and the circumstances would get him down. And he'd even start out some of these Psalms saying, why so downcast, oh my soul? Put your hope in God. Put your hope. He would tell himself, you, he'd grab himself. You know how he used to do? Come on. Your folks ever grab you by your ear like that? I hope they don't, but I guess they used to do that uh, decades ago to... <laughs> They grab you. You got to grab yourself by the ear. Uh-huh. And David would do that. Yeah. And he'd say, 
you wipe that frown off your face and you put some joy in your heart. We, uh, we, when our kids were little, you know, kids, will, uh, little ones, they'll just cry. And we tell, we tell them, you get happy. <laughs> you get happy. Anybody here, your folks told you you stopped that crying or what? Or I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> and you're thinking, but I have something to cry about. That's why I'm crying. But, but crying out of despair is bad. I'll tell you what's good. You, want to, you tell me what's good. Tell me what's good. What is, it is good. It, come on now, help preach it with me. It is good to give thanks, to sing praises. To declare in the morning. What do we declare? To declare steadfast. Your unchanging nature. Your unchanging love. Your unchanging goodness. It would be okay to say amen at any point today, by the way. To declare your, your, your love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. That's what's good. And that will change your situation. And you don't have to feel it to do it. So this morning in, my, in our pickup truck on the way over here, I was just saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It was all I could do because I wanted to just forget that I was saved and say, Father, just give me 10 minutes off to just cuss this thing out a little bit. Not pray it out, cuss it out. How many know what I'm talking about? Just, just let her rip for, which I haven't done since I've been saved. But this, I thought this morning would be a great time to, to, to just take a break. <laughs> so instead, I made, my, I made myself give thanks. Amen. You know why? Because I, I knew I was preaching this. <laughs> and, and I know that's good. That's good. That's good. Amen. It's good. Why is it good? Right. Why is that good? And why is it not good to fail to do that. Would you like to know? It just seems as though, and we'll look at some scripture. Matter of fact, there's more I wanted to look at in this passage here because it's so good. You know, verse three says uh, that you can do all this to the music of the lute and the harp and the melody of the lyre. Well, the lute would be the guitar. Yes, lute's a stringed instrument. No, that's a flute. You're thinking of a flute. Lute. <laughs> she, she was a music major. I'm just joking. She knows her stuff. <laughs> the lute, the harp. She knows the harp. This is a harp right here. That's a harp. Our version of it. Stringed in, in, in other words, instruments. Uh, and verse 4 says, for you, you want to read it with me? For you, O oh Lord, have made me glad. That's the song we sang. You, you would have had to be here to hear. By your work, I will sing for joy. At the, at the works of your hands, I sing for joy. And verse 5 says, how great. How great. Preach it with me, everybody. How great are your works, O oh Lord. Your thoughts are very deep. Are very deep. Amen. When you start talking about 
him and magnifying him and praising him and giving thanks to him, one of the things it does is it takes your mind away from your situation and it focuses on him and his bigness and his greatness. And then you start tapping into his thoughts. His thought. You know, anytime the Bible talks about God's thoughts, Isaiah 55 says, his ways are higher than our ways. You've heard it. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. That's not saying uh, just, just stay here with your poor little thoughts and admire the fact that his thoughts are so great. The, the only reason it talks about the greatness of his thoughts is that you can replace your thoughts with his thoughts. He offers you his thoughts. We can have his thoughts. We can have his words. We can have his help. We can have his power. And so the smart person, the smart person does all these things and makes, makes it a habit to have a flow of praise, rejoicing, thanksgiving, declaration, confessing, what we call it confessing or speaking the word. The smart person has these things coming out of them. And then the next verse says, the stupid man doesn't know. Do you want to know or do you want God's thoughts? I mean, do you want to not know what you need to know? You want God's thoughts. Yes. Praise the Lord. Uh, let's particularly focus on this first part where, it's, where it just says it's good to give thanks to the Lord. Because that's the part that just I was meditating on yesterday. It's, it's good to give thanks. To give thanks. If you go to Luke's chapter 17, just want to show you a little bit about what could happen when you give thanks. I told you there's a reason why we do these things. You with us this morning? Uh-huh. There's a reason you want to do these things. There's an effect. One of them, one of the reasons is that you can replace your thinking. You can tap into the thoughts of God. You can tap into the answers that you need supernaturally. Why the world is so obsessed with the supernatural and, and, and watches they create TV shows about supernatural and they, and then you have the, uh, we have our universe, but there's the Marvel universe. <laughs> and it's all about people who are enhanced, right. people who are in the supernatural. But you understand that that's by and large pretend. Yes. And what we have is actually the real, the real thing. thing. The real thing. Yes. The Sometime if you Google it, on, sometime you'll see my message called I Am Iron Man. Right, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Amen. Yes, amen. Good one. Yep. They're for real. For real. For real. Yeah. For real. Yes. Yes. Amen. <laughs> the substance of God can come out of me, can yes. come out of you. Yes, amen. Yeah. Amen. The Marvel's Iron Man, he's the fake. He's the <laughs> Tony Stark is the fake one. I'm the real one. And you're the real one. And why people wouldn't flock for the real thing. They'll go to a comic that, what do they have called? Comic-Con? Yeah. They have comic conventions. Yeah. 
And people will wait in lines like they were waiting at the pool today to all to get a good seat by the water. And, and, they, and they will go to these conventions and line up for hours and hours and hours. Yes. And that, that's the pretend version of what we're talking about. But people in churches, they don't even like hearing about, well, I don't want to think that supernatural stuff to, to them. Supernatural means spooky and we don't want it. Did you find Luke 17? Good. Luke 17. And verse 11 says, on the way to Jerusalem, he, talking about Jesus, uh, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by 10 lepers, not leopards. <laughs> That's an animal. Lepers, leprosy. Uh, lepers are people afflicted with leprosy, which was a very contagious uh, flesh eating disease. But probably still better to meet them than 10 leopards. True. My thoughts. <laughs> Not, so he meets 10 lepers who stood at a distance, which is they had to, and lifted up their voices. Say, they did what? They lifted up their voices. Why didn't they just do this in their heart? Come on. <laughs> huh? You know, if you get desperate enough, you'll get loud. How many remember, how many remember a man formerly known? as blind Bart Bartimaeus, right. yes. the artist formerly known as, <laughs> remember when people change their names, they call him the artist formerly known as whoever, who did it, Prince, was it? Prince. Yeah, anyhow, the man formerly known as blind Bartimaeus because he's not blind any longer. And uh, he was sitting by the roadside, Jesus was passing by and he starts shouting it with a loud voice, the Bible says, Jesus, Son of, Son of David, have mercy on me. And what, what did all the people do? To, blind, to, to the blind man sitting on the side of the road that needs healing, the healer's walking by, and instead of the people saying, oh, let me, let me connect you with your help, they say, shh, shut up. This is a religious ceremony. You're being too loud. Shh. And then Jesus says, bring that guy to me. And all the people that... Just told him to shut up. Yeah. Said, oh, I'll do that. Hey, he's called for you. Come on. What you doing sitting there? Come on. Mm -hmm. Act like you want it. Come on. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Well. Praise the Lord. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so they lift. They lift. Sometimes you got to lift up your voice. Sometimes you have to. We're not loud to be loud. You understand? We're not loud just because we like volume. But there's times that things have to come out of you and they have to come out of you strong. That's right. Amen. And there's a reason. There's a reason. So he entered the village. Ten lepers stood at a distance. They lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were what? They were cleansed. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You understand this isn't, this isn't a comic book. No. This is reality. This is, this is truth. 
they, they start moving and their leprosy is cleansed. Well, what does that mean? The disease, the progression of the disease stops. Wow. Incurable, impossible. And it stops. That disease stops. If they were oozing, they stopped oozing. If they were losing, they stopped losing. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever happened, it all stopped. Jesse, go back. Oh, never mind. She got it. Uh, the disease stopped. So that's not the end of the story. Verse 15 says, then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. What did he do? Praising God with feelings in his heart. Huh? No. Praising God with a loud voice. And the next verse says, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Do you, if you have the amplified version of this, the amplified translation, I should say. He fell prostrate at Jesus' feet, thanking him over and over. Thanking him over and over. What's that sound like? Huh? Falls down at Jesus' feet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No more leprosy. No more fingers falling off. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Jesus let him do it. Jesus let him do it. And he was a Samaritan. Meaning he was not who Jesus had come for anyhow. He was not an Israelite. Then Jesus answered, verse 17, said, were not 10 cleansed? Where are the nine? Where's the other nine? Has, was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Other translations say your faith has made you whole. Now, I can't just prove it, but you can't disprove it. But it just seems to me like something else happened here. What I mean is they were cleansed. The effects of the, 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 the leprosy stopped moving in their body. He comes back and he's fallen on the ground thanking the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just making himself a little seen. And Jesus lets him do it. We don't know how long he did it. It might have been a minute. It might have been 10. I don't know. But he just kept doing it. And Jesus said, your, your, your faith. In other words, the expression. Well, what does faith have to do with? Things that are not seen. Well, what was not, what was not seen here? He was, already, he was already cleansed. What was not seen? The progression of the leprosy had stopped. But the effects of the leprosy, for however many years he had it, yeah. those were still there. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Amen. It just seems to me like he's thanking God for his wholeness. Yeah. He's thanking God for his freedom. Yes. Yes. 
And Jesus said, your faith's made you whole. Now, what would, what would wholeness be for a leper? No evidence of ever having had that disease. And what would that mean? That could mean part of an ear growing back. That could be a finger or a toe coming back. That could be scars being healed. And that could be things that you couldn't just readily see being put back. And the only expression that we have here is praise and worship and thanksgiving. And the result was wholeness. Wholeness. It's good to give thanks. It's good to give thanks. Now, very quickly, if you would, because I hadn't planned to go here, but now, uh, but now we are. John chapter 6. I love the Word of God. How about you? You know the story. They're, uh, they're ministering. Jesus is ministering. All these people came up to where he was. He didn't invite them for a meeting. He, he said to his disciples, let's get away. Let's get out of town. Let's peel back a little while. The people found where he was. They all came. Right. And uh, nobody brought food, hardly anybody. Mm-hmm. And so uh, verse 5 says, lifting up his eyes, then seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? And verse 6 said, he said this to test him, test Philip, for himself, he himself knew what he would do. And Philip said, well, 200 denarii worth of bread, maybe that's what they had on hand, uh, would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down about 5,000 in number. That's the men. They might've had spouses, children, families. So you got to know it's more than that. Jesus then took the loaves and look at this, look at this. And when he had done what? Given thanks. He distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted, when they had eaten their fill, he told the disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. And 12 baskets remained. The only spiritual activity, you understand miracles don't happen like magic. Meaning it's, it's not, uh, it's not just a, a a magical musical tone that they play like on the movies. And it, and it just appears. Things multiply and the miraculous occurs as power flows. And power does not flow randomly. Power flows as we cooperate with power. Just like you understand, we have air conditioning in here, maybe more than you want today. I don't know. But uh, you have air conditioning in here. You have lights in here. You have a sound system. We have instruments. If we, if we just came here and said, we're going to wait for a lightning bolt yes. to make all this happen, that's random. that's random. 
that's just, that's close to like that's like magic. You know what I mean? If yeah. if it worked like that. No, power flows because somebody, thank God, learned to cooperate with power yes. and hook it up to different yes. appliances, different things, yes. and now we get the benefit of it. Right. It's the same thing with the power of God. It's the same thing with the flow of the miraculous. Yes. It's not random. No. Amen. Amen. Uh, you, we cooperate with God for power to flow. Yes. And God's natural power flows in this natural realm, but his spiritual power flows to us in the spiritual realm yeah. and then affects us in the natural. That's right. Right. Amen. So how did all those loaves and fish came, come? Right. There had to be some kind of spiritual flow of power. And the only thing we're told, the only thing we're shown, yes. the only spiritual activity that would create and, and give, uh, give way for that power to flow was Jesus giving thanks. thanks. Now, I got a question for you. The leper gave thanks. Jesus gave thanks. The psalmist gave thanks. They all got results. Can you give thanks as good as Jesus can give thanks? Yes, 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 yes. Amen. Then can we not get the results that God would want us to get? Amen, amen. I say yay. Right? I'm looking for, I hadn't planned to go there anyhow. But anyhow, uh, over later in the Gospel of John, I'm not sure where it is, it, there, it reiterates, talks about that time when he fed the 5,000. It says, uh, when he, it talks about Jesus when he had given thanks. It was such a big deal. It wasn't a thanksgiving act. It wasn't, Father bless his food in Jesus' name. Huh? It was a thanksgiving event. Of, of what now? Verse 23 of chapter 6. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Verse right there in the same chapter. Mm -hmm. Verse 23 said, Other boats from Tiberias came near the place where they had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. Yeah. What, was the, what was it about that whole miracle that impacted them? It was his thanksgiving. Yeah. They brought it up again. Yeah. His thanksgiving. Thanksgiving caters to the flow of God's power. It increases your capacity to receive. Causes God's power to flow. In this case, things were multiplied. In the leper's case, things were restored. What do you need? This has been in here for centuries in the Bible. But to get Christians to do it. No, they... they they're like, well, when I see it, I'll be thankful for it. When I see it, I'll praise God for it. No, no it does not work that way. Faith's not just the name of our church. We got that from the Bible too. One more passage, if you would, and we'll wrap, us, wrap this all up for today, but over in 2 Corinthians 9, if you, if you can, please. I'm going to keep praising God. I'm going to keep worshiping, and I'm going to do it out loud. And the more I do it, the more my feelings will align with those acts. Because I, f I feel it now and have since church started. But I had to get myself there that whole hour before church started. 
And I, but I just went through the motions, obeyed the Bible without any feelings, but just made myself. It was weak. I got to tell you in the car, it was weak. Ha ha ha. We were rejoicing. Like that's how much feeling was in it. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Cause your mind is thinking about what you just lost. And, and, and I'll tell you, I'll let you know next week, but the chances are by the end of today, it's all going to be restored. That's it. And all going to be changed. That's it. Right. Amen. <laughs> We've had it so many times. So many times. So many times. We lost, oh, I don't know, has it been a month or two ago that we lost, uh, well, Forterra, we lost that job. Oh, yeah, yeah. And because um, a company, company got sold, taken over, and, and kick, kicked us out mm-hmm. of some business things that I do. And, man... It just looked, we had just invested in this. We had just bought equipment for this. We had just done all kinds of stuff for this. And then boom. But we just stayed in the flow of God. When it's, when we first found out, did I feel like praising? Did I feel like jumping around and dancing? Did I feel? Absolutely not. I felt like doing what most people do, which is griping and complaining and saying, nothing I ever do works out. Well, that's what Psalm 1-3 says. Isn't that what you read for the offering? <laughs> nothing I do ever works out. No, no, no. That's not what no? Was I quoting the reverse standard translation? <laughs> yes. No, everything I do prospers. Everything I put my hand to, whatever I do, it prospers. It prospers. And so God led, God led me to another place yeah. that did the same kind of thing that could use the same, the equipment that we had just yeah. bought for that. Right. And, and they just, they just came to me the other day and said, I want you to do this for us full time. I need, I need this many of what you got. Yep. Yep. Come and, on. and it's just exactly what we got booted from, except it pays better. But you've, Got to give God's power an avenue through which to flow. And you do that through praise and worship and thanksgiving. And it just seems like the people in the Bible understood this better than a lot of believers do. And there's just something about thanksgiving that they, that, that they just are really hot on. And I want to show you, particularly the Apostle Paul, he said it in a couple places. We're just going to look at one here in, uh, where did I tell you? 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Praise him. Don't you wish everybody in town was here to hear this this morning? Or at least the people that are supposed to be here. Okay. uh, (laughs) But uh, we won't talk about you when you're not here. So I won't talk about them. Praise the Lord. So verse 10, 2 Corinthians 9, 10 says, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will, look what he'll do, supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of of your righteousness. He'll multiply your seed and he'll increase your harvest. Now, this isn't, you might say, well, I don't plant anything in dirt. Yeah, but there's a spiritual application. He's actually talking about giving and receiving 
finances or material things. You can, you can give and that's called sowing a seed. We, we have a good seed uh, for this uh, thing we're going to in Alabama. I want to honor uh, this individual that saw something in me. I didn't see anything in me yeah. ministry-wise. He saw something in me and tapped into it. Yes. And so we, we, have a, we have a really nice check yeah. that Amen. we're putting in. A, they're not asking for that, but I'm just saying. We, uh, and last time I saw them, we did that too. Mm-hmm. But we're going to put the, that in a nice card and give that to them. And sow back into them because how they sown into me. Right. Well, you understand that's sowing. That's, sowing. that's giving. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible calls. And he multiplies, he multiplies. My, my seed yes. and he increases my harvest. Right. That's right. Amen. So I'll see that money right. again. again multiplied. Yes. Yes. Amen. If you believe the Bible. So he'll multiply and supply, he'll supply and multiply your seed for sowing. He'll increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched. Other translations say made rich, but they've changed it because it sounds like made, sounds like you're using the word rich in the Bible. You don't, you don't want that, but you do actually, but you will be enriched or made rich in every way so that you can be generous in every way, not so you can be greedy in every way, not so you can hoard stuff in every way, so you can be generous in every way, which through us will produce what? Thanksgiving to God. To God. Thanksgiving to God. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. What? Yeah. It'll produce what? Thanksgiving to God. All, the, all this sowing, all this giving, all this generosity is going to accomplish what? It's going to produce... Thanksgiving, that's, that's an odd statement unless you understand what Thanksgiving can produce. And the next verse said, for the ministry of this service, in other words, you're giving, it's not just supplying the needs of the saints. It's not just supplying somebody's need. It is doing that. But spiritual things have effect not just in the natural realm, but also in the spirit realm. Your giving is not only supplying the need, but it's also overflowing in many thanksgivings to God. Does anybody else here think it odd that he puts that in there? It must be that he knew a little bit about what thanksgiving will produce. Thanksgiving multiplies. We saw it with the bread. And the fish. Thanksgiving multiplies. Yeah, God will increase your your harvest. God will multiply your seed. But there's another multiplication that occurs when people are receiving it and they start thanking God. And their capacity to receive is enlarged. And further multiplication occurs. And that's what I had on my heart to share with you today, that it is good. It is good good to give thanks. And you just you just saw a little bit of why it's good, because it can take it can take something disease and put it back. It can take. Thank you for your enthusiasm. It can take something missing and restore it. 
And it can take, and, and then even when what's missing is, I don't have enough to pay for this and I don't have enough. And, and it can take what you have and multiply it. And it can take what you, it, it can take you and put you in a different place. But it has to come out of you. It's good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praise to his name. Amen. To declare his loving kindness in the morning and his faithfulness at night. It matters what's coming out of our mouths. And it matters that there's times where it comes out strong and it comes out long. Amen. Stand up with us today. And how many know uh, we could just dismiss and say, well, wasn't that, a, wasn't that an informative teaching? Or we could actually practice this a little bit before we leave. And let's, so let's just give thanks. You might, you might be facing needs. You might need things or need something or need a position. Can you give thanks as though you already have it? Yes. Not thank you, Lord, you're going to do it someday. But thank you, Lord, you've provided it. Let's do it. Lift your voice. Father, thank you. We're so grateful. Thank you. 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 Thank you for all we need. Thank you. Everything is filled. Glory to God. 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 We give thanks. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you. Friends, this, this can be your everyday flow. You believe in God for uh, you believe in God for maybe a future spouse? Start thanking God for them today. We believe in for the right ones for our kids, the right, the right, the right ones, the right ones. The right ones. The right one. So what do we do? We, we give in thanks for the right ones. Praise the Lord. Did you get something today that you can practice and that you can do? Huh? Thank you for the opportunity for having me. Praise God. Well, we, uh, we invite you to have some coffee or treats. I don't know what they do back there. Uh, some, sometimes they have stuff. But you're welcome to go back there and you are dismissed. Amen. Glory to God.